Blog Talk Radio. Evolutionary Woman Radio. Tune in Mondays and Thursdays, 5.30 p.m., only on Blog Talk Radio. Visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash Evolutionary Woman Radio. Good afternoon, family, and welcome to another episode of Evolutionary Woman Radio. I am your host, Khadija Ali, and today, what is today? Well, today is Thursday, June 2nd, and I am excited, I'm excited, I am happy, I love, love, love when I have strong, powerful, and amazing women on the show, and tonight's guest is one such woman, and we are going to get right into the show. Her name is Valencia Griffin Wallace, and she is a lifestyle designer and boldness coach. I love that. Who helps women develop the right mindset, design the life they want, and start building it. As a speaker, she is inspirational, motivational, and transformational, as she believes in leaving her audience with tools to design their life. She is the creator and host of DYS, Define Yourself, a platform used to educate audiences in vital areas such as money, business, and relationships. In her book, 
31 Days to Building Your Bold Factor, she guides women with personal revelations and daily affirmations on how to get off autopilot and embrace their bold. And bold stands for Brave, Optimistic Life by Design. Her other books include Divaisms and Life Required, which contain excerpts from her popular blog, Relationships 101. And I cannot wait to get into that. Relationships, oh, my gosh. We got to talk about that. And she also has a magazine entitled Swagger Magazine. She enjoys the adventure of being a wife to David and a mommy. She's a mommy of three, one son and two bonus daughters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is an honor and a pleasure. Valencia Welcome, welcome, yes. welcome, my dear sister. How are you? Hi. I'm doing great. Can you hear me okay? Is my sound good? <laughs> you are fantastic. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the show. There's a little slight uh, lag. Um, okay. So if you hear me kind of talking over you or if you're talking over me, don't worry about it because it's just the Internet. That's all. <laughs> no problem. And I, the... I actually blog and write for Swag Her magazine. I don't have. Oh, see, yeah, I feel oh, okay. like you just put. Yeah, I feel like you just put something on my life that I'm gonna have my own magazine. So I will accept that. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I like that. You accept and receive. That's right. We are gonna call yes, it into ma'am. existence. Absolutely. Yes, and you are hailing from the great of Louisiana. Am I correct? The great hot state of Louisiana. <laughs> it you know, in in most states when it rains, you know, it kinda cools off. No, when it rains yeah. here it's like boiling water and everything around it gets hotter. So yeah. And I say that because it's been raining all week. So yes, ma'am. I am in the great state of crawfish gumbo, essence fest and Mardi Gras. Louisa. All right, isn't the Essence Fest coming up soon, right? It's in July. Yes, ma'am, it it is. And you know what? I've never been. Never. But you know what? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because most people, like I lived in um, New Jersey, right on the border of New Jersey and New York for over 20-something years. And I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. So I totally get that. Never been, never had an interest to go, you know. So I, I, get, that. I get that. I mean, yeah. I, I love what, what tourists do for, you know, the Louisiana economy, but I can't deal. That's Mardi Gras. I don't do Mardi Gras. That's, you know, that's for tourists. Wow. <laughs> that is People think like you go to Mardi Gras and um, how Bourbon Street is, is is just on Mardi Gras. No, I could go to Bourbon Street on a Wednesday in the middle of May, and it's like right. that. So, but it's um, okay. but it, it's so funny because when I tell people Louisiana, they think you know Mardi Gras, right? And they think New Orleans. So it's uh, so it works. It it, it helps people kind of learn where I'm at. Exactly. I'm happy. Exactly. (laughs) You're in a special place. You're in a very special place there. Um, I've visited before. I didn't get a chance to to really visit like I wanted to, but, you know, I'm a type of person I like a feel of a place, and that's a very special place down there, uh, New Orleans and that whole area. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. let me just say, first, welcome to the show. We just jumped in and just started talking. I know. <laughs> welcome oh, yes, to and the thank show. you for having me. I apologize. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, 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 because what I was going to say was I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to imagine that we are sitting at Bonefish Grill. I always pick Bonefish Grill for some reason. And we're just having a okay. conversation over a glass of wine. If you don't drink wine, I'm, you know, Sparkling cider, whatever your your drink of choice. And we're just having a conversation, and you are sharing with me, you're sharing with the audience who you are and 
you know, what your journey has been. The name of the show is Evolutionary Woman for a reason because we all have a journey. We all started somewhere and now we are where we are. And, you know, people hear, they see the, the glitz and the glamour, but they don't really know what that journey was. So, you know, I want to talk about your journey and how it brought you to the place that you're at now, you know, in service to women and living this bold life and um, developing the right mindset. You know, just let us know who you are and what your journey yes. is. Yes, yes, and yes, and it's so funny because yes. um, last night, you know, part of being a bold woman and moving and really just doing what I'm supposed to do, being obedient, last mm-hmm. night was the premiere episode of Define You, which is my weekly radio show, and it's titled <laughs> Define You Classes and Session. I know, I was like... Ooh, I committed myself to something else once a week. And um, <laughs> so it was last night I, I talked about me, which is always funny, you know, when you have to talk about mm-hmm. yourself. So you have to kind of get yourself in, in that zone of, okay, let's say some this person, whoever doesn't know me, and they just see me on social media with my mm-hmm. heels on and my um, my skirts, and I'm just standing in that confidence without knowing the story behind all of that, you know, right. and so I love that that's where we're starting because if, you know, all the, you, when you Google somebody or look them up on social media, you, you see all all the pretty stuff, right. you know, you see all, you don't see what led into this, What what's the story behind my poker face? I would tell people in all my pictures, it's like I have a poker face. Mind you, I don't mm-hmm. know how to play poker, but if I did, I I think I'd be pretty good. So, um, <laughs> But it, it's just the important thing to me now is really showing women and showing people that in life, you know, you could choose to wear your pain and, and dwell mm-hmm. in those moments. Because I grew up in a home, you know, from zero to five, my parents were together. And I loved that. I was a daddy's girl. I could do no wrong except the one time I took pennies off the dresser for the ice cream man and things went all the way left. That was the one and only Mm -hmm. time in my life I ever got whooped. And I will never forget that. And probably here, that's probably why when I hear Ice Cream Man, I'm like, no, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right. So um, that was the one and only time I ever got uh, whipped. I probably deserved more. But, you know, after five when my parents split, my dad kind of went went his own way. He was in the military, and he went his own way and actually started a, another family. So I had mm-hmm. to deal with that, and my mom started, like, my, my life went from Brady, not Brady Bunch, but, you know, skipping rope to running, just running street to street and everything else because my mom, problems that she had really started to pick up, and she had drug issues and became a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And um, some people have heard heard this, you know, I lost my mom at 17, but like physically I lost her, but mentally, emotionally, I had lost her long before then because it's hard to respect someone as a parent when you're left dazed. You know, I was the older sister. I have a a baby sister, and I say baby, but we're only like a year year and a month apart. But um, Mm -hmm. I had that relationship of I had to protect her and, you know, regardless of wherever my mom and stepdad disappeared for how long, so on and so forth, I still had to do my role. And that role mm-hmm. was no longer a child's role. And so right. with my dad, before things really got bad and we would, you know, go stay with my dad like every couple of years, we would go try to stay with him. But, you know, I was a daddy's girl and all of a sudden you're married to this new lady there's kids, you know, um, and I say kids involved because she did. She had two brothers, you know, um, two brothers, two boys. So I have two brothers um, from her. And, you mm-hmm. know, it, it just, and they got the benefit of my dad all the time. So that changed the dynamic of my relationship with him. 
And I talk about mm-hmm. him because, you know, Father's Day is approaching, and I rarely talk yes. about my dad. Every, You know, people hear me talk about my mom and how that affected my life, but I do believe um, that as Father's Day approaches, and actually I'm doing a DYS Dads on Tuesday of next week. Okay. And I said, you know, I'm we don't cut dads slack, and I'm not going to lie. In my own life, I didn't because I felt like my dad should have, Never went and started a family. He should have mm-hmm. been there to rescue me from the issues my mom was going through, not knowing he was going through his own. Right. Because I, right. I would see him him drink, but I didn't see it, you know, as, of course, I was too young to realize that it was a problem because he was that still was dead. Issue. And, right. Right. He was and, functioning. And later, you, mm-hmm. Right. And later, um, his drinking turned into other things and other issues, especially when he got out the military. And it was mm-hmm. easier for me to forgive my mom because mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything about that because she was she died when I was 17. But she was right. still around. Like, even though, you know, as things really got really, really bad, um, when she came a full out, crackhead, and I use that word because it's so effective in saying a drug addict that makes it cute. It wasn't cute at all. And so it was easier for me to forgive her because she was gone versus forgive Mm -hmm. him. Because even, and I don't know how, you know, here it is so many years later, my mom died in 94, but um, I've dealt with my issues with her. I've released that anger that I had mm-hmm. growing up dealing with the situation. I was angry at both of them. With my dad, it was a little different because he wasn't there. Like, he had issues and kind of disappeared with my mom. We saw the whole the whole show, you know, from beginning to end. So and it, was, so, um, it that sounds is to me like it – Go ahead. No, I was just saying it sounds to me like it was easier to forgive her because it was right in your face. Versus him, right. it was like, well, why aren't you around? Like, what's your, right. you know, you you don't have a drug issue, you don't have a drug problem, so wh- what's your what's your deal? Well, yeah, I this, get that. this is mm-hmm. the thing I found out later. He did some issues. Mm-hmm. My dad did have some issues. So I look at my mom with her drug issues. My dad had his alcohol then drug issues. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, watching the commercials as a little girl, parents who do drugs have kids who do drugs. I just knew I was right. a drug addict. I mean, the commercial mm-hmm. told me that every day, several times a day in between cartoons. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm going to tell you, it's so funny, and I just learned this a couple of years ago, because, you know, I did my time in the streets. I like to say it like that because mm-hmm. it sounds hard. <laughs> so, you know. I did my time partying and wilding out, and I was angry. Before I dealt with my anger, I used to, you know, fight a lot, and I tried to mm-hmm. do drugs. But one in in 1,000, I think, is the um, the statistic or something. Uh, one in 1,000 people or one in 1,000 people or whatever cannot, like drugs will have the opposite reaction. So Oh, that must be me would, and you because I – Right. So – Girl, I couldn't smoke so, weed. I, was, that was I couldn't do God. none of that. I was like, "What?" That was <sighs> that was nothing but God. Because I'm gonna tell you, right. it, statistically, you know, the commercial was true. It was damaging, but it was true because you grow up in certain environments and you have addiction, which I do believe part of that probably runs in your in your DNA somewhere. So, yeah. but that everybody else would enjoy that whole thing, mm-hmm. and I would get paranoid, flip out, take me to the hospital, I can't breathe, right. and so forth. It, it was just, and I said, but that was nothing but God, because I don't know if I would have had that same calming or whatever effect it had on other people where I would be today. Right, so, right. Um, so I'm seriously, seriously glad of Thankful. that. And, you know, mm-hmm. with with my with my dad, um, that was part of it, definitely, just we all see our dad one way. If, if we have our dad or, you know, somebody that's a father figure in our life, mm-hmm. we look at them one way and we look at mom right. another way. And then a lot of a lot of times, especially, like I said, I was a daddy's girl. Daddy couldn't do any wrong. No wrong. was mom's right. fault. 
this is mom's fault. You know, everything was mom's mm-hmm. fault. So the the bigger part of me growing and letting go of some things, I had to forgive her. And once mm-hmm. I did that, that's when I was able to, and I tell people a lot of times I focus on all the bad and the negative and everything with my mom. And I, I hated her. I was angry. I was, I mean, the anger mm-hmm. showed. And you better not tell right. me I was angry. Like, that was for me to know. <laughs> so right. but when I dealt with that and I had forgave her and thought about those in-between moments, when she mm-hmm. wasn't high, when she was true of uh, a mom, you know, when I thought about those in-between moments, that helped me to let that go. And I realized the person who I am today, some of my talents and gifts and different things come directly from, from her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with my dad and, um, you know, me and the guys that's going to be on uh, DYS next week, we were on another show and we kind of talked about the whole purpose behind DYS dads and, talking about that, and I say, you know, I still have some things with my, you know, some conversations me and my dad need to have, and I'll be the first to admit that. That's part of the problem. People want to put on a, a pretty picture, and because I do this, this, and this, I'm perfect. I have no fault. No. Why? And I'm, I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'm not ashamed. Yes, mm-hmm. me and my dad need to have a couple of conversations. You know, there are certain areas in my life that I still need to Work on, yeah. but as long as I'm mm-hmm. working on them, I'm good. You know. Well, see, here's and the thing so, about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, here's the thing about it. You're aware of it, and you know, you're you're you you have the courage to say, you know what, this is this is what I need to do, and I know we're we're gonna have to have those conversations eventually. And I just want to thank mm-hmm. you um, for being so transparent. <laughs> In your story, because sometimes, you know, this is not to say anything about anyone I've ever had on the show. Um, I don't hear a lot of times the transparency that you just shared with us to, to be able to say I was angry and that I hated, you know, my mom and, and to just be honest, just to be honest with what you were feeling and what you went through. And, you know, I, I blamed my parents or I I looked at them and I said, you know, it was this or this, this or that. And thank you. I just, before we go any further, I really want to thank (laughs) you for that because you're helping me. Like, I'm the host wow. of the show, but you're helping me. Aww, in my, thank in you. living in my boldness, you know. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So let's talk about how you came, I don't want to say came up with, but how you what is bold? No, you can say, please say came up with. Please say came up with. Okay. <laughs> okay. How did you come up with that? The boldness, the brave, optimistic life by design. Because it, there was no other word to describe me and my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need a word that's going to like pow, pow. And you're like, what? does that mean? Mm -hmm. And I said, but if you think about, like, I look at my life and all the things, you know, when you grow up and and your mom's like that, and you get people that's telling you, you're going to be just like your mom, and you're going to be this, Mm -hmm. and you're going to be that. And I was bold and brave enough to say, you are not going to tell me who I am and what I'm going to do. And I'm going to tell you, if it wasn't for a lot of defining moments, like I said last night, and mm-hmm. part of that was me being stubborn, because if people would not have, you know, uh, tried to curse me by telling me what mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be, I don't know that I would be what I am. I know I would right. be, but it would be a different way. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, that yes, I do. comes from, oh, I'm going to show you who Valencia is. Right. In adversity, that's when the real you right. comes out. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I had to learn when I learned about that fire, whew, 
Mm. When I learned to stop burning everything down around me and making everybody feel the heat of my anger and learned how to focus it on really designing my life, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing because of the simple fact that I've accepted that God made me who I am. He made me vote. So who are you to tell me anything but? And because I and I make sure when when I go speak or when I'm in public, um, you know the pictures I post. I want you to see that confidence in me, and I want you to know the story. So next time somebody call you a, a crack baby or your life was messed up or you ain't nothing, so on and so forth, somebody could look at me. You know, even like pictures I post when I was eighty pounds heavier, which I'm proud of that. I post those mm-hmm. pictures. I was still cute, you know. So right. I was going through a whole lot of it. mental issues right then, depression and so on and so forth, and that's why those pictures are more effective because because I could tell you what I want to tell you, but when I show you the pictures that show that mental and physical weight, it's so much more effective. But I want mm-hmm. people to be able to look at my pictures, look at my life, and that's why me being transparent is more important than anything. Because somebody right. needs to know, somebody listening is where where I, I was. They're dealing with the issues I dealt with. And because That's of that, right. they're feeling ashamed and like their voice has to be quiet because they don't talk, you know, eloquent. Because I have a very raw and and raw voice. Like, you, you feel it when I talk. And that's the purpose mm-hmm. behind it. And I want I want somebody to feel that and know, okay, Valencia, I'm dealing with this. I'm, you know, dealing with um, baby father issues or daddy issues, right. mama issues. I don't have any support from the people around me. And and me with my bold self, I tell people, so what? What's next? That's right. That, that's my favorite thing to say. So so what? <laughs> what's next? Mm-hmm. Well, I mm-hmm. have, okay, so what? what's next? Because it's not about you or your feelings. Deal with your feelings. Get to doing and living that life that you're here to here to live. That's because right. we are supposed to affect change on somebody else's life. That's right. And when we get mm. out of it being about us being ashamed or embarrassed or angry or mad or whatever, when we get out of mm-hmm. that and make it about somebody else, it makes mm-hmm. things a whole lot easier. You have the inspiration to do something. So I right. make sure that people understand when I say bold, you have to be brave. You have to be You got to get out of your own way. You got to get out of your yes. own way. You just described it in detail, getting out of your own way. Because yes. it really is not about you. And it, it, there's mm-hmm. something empowering. I know for me, when I share my stories, and the things that have happened to me, and I'm thinking, oh, if I say that, you know, they're going to think this about me, or they might say that. And then I share the story, and people are like, you know what, the same thing happened to me. And, you know, I'll get text messages, and I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. So I, I, oof, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. And you know what I realized? Um, we feel alone when we keep things on the inside because we, we're under the mm-hmm. mistaken impression that it's just us. Mm-hmm. And when I share my story and talk to other people, I realize I was not alone in what nothing about my pain was special except it happened to me. Mm-hmm. But with all the different people, men and, and women, and a lot of people, men have self-esteem and anger issues. The difference between men and women, men just have a harder time talking about it. Oh, you my know? God. <laughs> and even even with, even with women, because, you, you know, mm-hmm. everybody wants to be a strong woman. A strong, I'm strong. I can handle this. I could deal with this. Okay, but no one can look at my pictures or look at me and talk to me and say I am anything but a strong, bold woman. Mm-hmm. However, these issues in my life, I dealt with an abusive, crazy man. Because, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. one. And I have to say that. And I remember standing up saying that when um I was in a classroom and, this, you know, we we're talking about domestic violence and this girl was like, oh, I would never deal with that. And, and okay. I was like, oh, so I had to drop the mic middle, middle of class, you know. I was like, well, I did. And when you look at me, do you see anything but a strong woman? 
She couldn't hey. say anything. So because I know I used to be that person to say, oh, I'll never let a man hit me. I'll never, never say do never. this or, you know, <laughs> or because of the simple fact that we used to fight. You know, like mm-hmm. we we was going, <laughs> you know, I'm we was going lick for lick. That didn't change right. what it really was. It was still domestic violence, and I had mm-hmm. to admit that to myself because guess what? Somebody else was in that situation. Somebody else after that. Somebody after that class reached out to me through um, you know, because like when you're in class, they have yes. everybody's emails out and emailed me, and they said, Valencia, I never would have thought in thank you, and I said any time. I said because we need to stop making shame out of something somebody else did to us. That was their issue. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just had a moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm about to pass the collection plate. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You, you're just telling the truth realize. to save the devil. Yeah, right. yeah, and it's the truth. We That needs to be on the shirt. That needs mm-hmm. to be be on a be on the shirt because we think that you know something only happened to us, and we think we should right. feel ashamed for dealing with a bad relationship or ashamed mm-hmm. for having a baby out of wedlock. Well, having mm-hmm. having a baby out of wedlock is is what saved my life. Mm-hmm. You understand? And mm-hmm. I and I tell anybody having my son who is now nineteen. You know, but having my son nice. saved my life because before that, I felt like I didn't have anything to deal with. I didn't even have a reason to live. I didn't wow. care about what I did to other people. I didn't care uh, if I lived or died. I prayed, you know, Lord, I, it's too much. I don't even have to mm-hmm. wake up tomorrow and I'm good. Mm-hmm. So having that child out of wedlock, which a lot of it people wear that shame and apologize for it, I would never apologize for my prince. Never. Mm-hmm. That's right. People he need saved to take, life. That, take that shame off. Right. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, no nobody wakes up and throw um, pennies or change in a wishing well wishing to wake up and be a single parent. I've never heard right. that wish. That's but right. You, you You understand what I'm saying? You bold mm-hmm. up. You, you do what you need to do, and you take care of that child. And when people say about what a, you know, these things about being a single parent and so on, I always had a two-parent household. And at one point in time, I had two two-parent households. And guess what? That mm-hmm. did not stop my issues. I was the worst thing Still out here on these streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, I was the worst thing. You understand what I'm saying? And I think people need to stop, you know, pointing fingers and so on and so forth because statistically having a two-parent household, I should have been good. Right. But what about when three three out of four, because, you know, my stepmom, and I still, even though her and my dad are divorced, I still refer to her as that. And then Mm -hmm. I apologize because I was a terrible stepkid. I'm not going to lie. She she (laughs) won't admit to it, but I know. I made her life like, oh, no, ma'am, this is not going to work. But um, when three out of four of the parents you have are on drugs, right? Because oh, my stepmom I mean, was, the, was the only uh, one that was straight, mm, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. And um, mm. and it's so funny, my, my, my brothers that she had, my son looked just like his uncle, just like him. Aww. Yeah, mm. but... Uh, <laughs> You know, so people, they could let statistics get in, in their head and determine who they're going to be, you know, um, yeah. and those commercials get in your head and telling you what you're going to do and who you're going to be, then right. that'll mess you up. That's why one of the things I right. always have to deal with is people's mindset, mm-hmm. you know, with their mindset. Now, I want to... I want to get into to you. You're the author of three books. Yes, thirty one days to building <laughs> your bold factor, diva isms, mm-hmm. which I love that diva isms and life required. <laughs> so, tell us about the thirty one days to building your bold. I mean, I want to hear about all three of them, but the one that's standing okay. out to me is thirty one days to building your bold factor. Well, 31 Days was a um, a challenge book for me because 
in in my Facebook group, I do like 30 day challenges because part of me mm-hmm. holding people accountable, I have to hold myself accountable, and I have to show yeah. you how bold can you be. That's the question you should always ask yourself. So, am I bold enough to write a book in 30 days? And me mm. being the busy person I was, I wrote that book in a couple, like four, five hours, a couple of days. It wasn't that that long of a time because it was on my heart. I knew what needed to go in there. I knew the questions I had been asked, and I knew the process. So 31 days to building your bold factor is about dealing with some issues. And it's a it's every day I give a word. I give a, the, a definition of the word. I tell you how this word, what this word means to me. And I give examples of my of my own life. I'm very transparent. Um, mm-hmm. And then I tell them, you know, to think about <clears throat> those things in their life. And then they have to write how that what that word means to them, what issues they need to. <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me, cleanse from their life You're and fine. so on. So we we go through 31 days of that because part okay. of building your bold is is looking yourself in the mirror and knowing mm-hmm. who you were, who you are, and who you will be. So it is a 31-day thinking, designing, and building process. <laughs> yeah, so you really are like, uh, we're going to peel back this onion, and yeah. we're going to get down to the core, and we're going we're gonna to look at the ugly parts, and we're going to look at the beautiful parts because mm-hmm. it's all you. It's all you. Yes. And I love that. I yes, love that you know. embrace, you know, the totality of who you are, you know, and you just own it. That is what what mm-hmm. bold, being bold is about, absolutely. Exactly. Um, what about exactly. diva-ism? Diva-ism. Diva-ism, I think I, I want to say I did that book back in 2007 <clears throat> or 8, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. And I used to always post different Valencia-isms. But they were called <laughs> Diva Isms on Facebook. And um so what I what I did, I was like, Okay, well I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there because people love them to where and unless and I think since then that page has been deleted and changing because you're talking about, you know, social media yeah. two thousand seven, two thousand eight. But when I wouldn't put them, people would notice. And mm. I would I would put stuff like, um, what what was one of I'd have to go back and pull it, but it was like um something about your your grass being green and the lawnmower, but the other person's grass may need to be mowed, so don't worry about you know like something I yeah. can't phrase it like I said this was this was me, and so much growth has happened you know in that time, right. but that's what I did. I compiled those little Valencia isms that really make you you know those quick things, and I still say different things now and maybe one day there'll there'll be a divaisms part two mm-hmm. i don't know but um because one of the things i always say now i may not be sharpened but i'm still iron hey. and that and that came to me just mid <laughs> mid conversation just out the blue and the person i was talking to was like wow where did that come from i don't know and i was like i don't know it's just something came from the back of my head and right. I do that when I'm on the phone, and um, I always hope that I'm at home because sometimes I'll have to write it down, like, okay, I'm going to have to put this on Facebook. So, like, right. a lot of, I like to use my original Valencia thoughts because a lot of times people yeah. are thinking stuff. They don't know how to word it or they're scared to say it. Right. And I'm not because right. some things need to be said. You need to mm-hmm. know when people say iron sharpens iron, I'm I'm. I may need to be sharpened. I may need that, but that doesn't mean I'm any less iron than you. That's right. You know? I and love so it. that's where that comes from. <laughs> Div- my divaisms. You know, so and it was you know what? That's um, just, mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say that's proof that, you know, we all have a, a couple of books in us. We all have some wisdom oh, that, that we need to get out here and share. Um, what about life required? What, what what's that Ooh. one about? Life required is a collection of. I've been blogging and writing for Swagger Magazine for for a while, mm-hmm. and okay. um, 
I took my most popular blogs, the ones that really got really good response, and I compiled them. And you, it's hard to you know hard to find those blogs, especially because you have you know things you did back yeah. in 2014 and so on and so forth. And so I compiled some of the best, more controversial ones, like when I talk mm-hmm. about spanking. Because mm-hmm. it, it dealt with uh, all kind of relationships. We dealt with, um, I, I deal with relationships as how to be a wife. Okay. You know, but you can't be a wife if you don't have a husband. Marriage doesn't make neither true. Okay. I deal with parenting. Yes. I deal with uh, friendships. Mm-hmm. So any anything that, that a relationship, you know, all of those fall up under that relationship category. So I always write from those point of views, you know, um, right. really being able to kick whoever off the island, you know. Mm. And one of the magazine articles I wrote, uh, it was something like um, what makes a woman a wife from a man's point of view. Mm-hmm. And I asked, you know, several men, you know, what they look, what really makes a woman a wife. Because a woman thinks certain things, you know, somebody started this lie way back in in ancestry days that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Then if that's mm. I'm pretty sure there would be a hundred percent would be more men able, right, right, right. So mm-hmm. a man probably started that one because he was hungry, you know. <laughs> If that was true, I would not be married because that was one of the things I told my husband when we met. Look, I can cook. You don't cook. I don't like okay. to cook. I probably won't. When I cook, it's an occasion rarity and be blessed when I do. So then mm. I wouldn't be a married woman. And a lot of women focus on that, and, and we say bad things with so many different things. You know, mm-hmm. if you did this at home, it wouldn't be this situation. If you spank your kids, they won't end up in jail. Well, let's go to to the jail and do a survey and see how many mm-hmm. of those kids got in spank. You know, and I'm not going to point a finger and condemn people either way. It just, to me, it, it just it it I didn't like it. Like I said, I was five then. Yeah. I'm thirty nine now. And I still remember like it. I could tell you the details. It was a penny, an ice cream man, a whipping. I remember it like it was yesterday. And right. I remember attempting to whip my son at a at a young age. You know, it wasn't a beating. Mm-hmm. I wasn't you know throwing blows. You know, just whipping. And I remember I felt so bad. And even mm-hmm. though I know I didn't hurt him, but the fact that my son was cowering away from me did something to me, I refused to feel again. And right. so when people say, make blanket statements like, if you don't whip your kids, they're going to end up in jail. Well, my son is 19. He just got back from basic training. He graduated high school. I've never had any problems out of him. Never had to go to his school. Yeah. And you're not going to give me applause for that. No, right. I got to give you applause for that. You know, because um, you're dispelling a lot of the myths, and I think especially in the African American community, where oh, you know, thanking your children yeah. is accepted, and you know, it's not really questioned. Um, right. You know, and and I, you know, I come from that background. I was spanked. I spanked my children, and mm-hmm. you know, I regret it now because I know better now. I re- I just mm-hmm. know better now. Um. But you are challenging a lot of society's norms, and I love, love, mm-hmm. love that. You're pushing the envelope, and you are really living this. You're living the bold. It ain't just right. you are your brand. I'm going to say that. Yes. You are your brand. And it, I didn't realize I, I was a brand until this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was just being, you know, just being me, just doing what just I, I was supposed mm-hmm. to do and just – really helping right. helping women on a bigger platform and somebody said something about a brand, I was like, What? I'm just Valencia. <laughs> right. You right. know, not knowing and here I have logos, you see it, you know it's me and you yeah. know what to expect. If you see something associated with me, whether it's my little cartoon, little Valencia as I call her, um, you know a certain amount of boldness coming behind that. 
That's right. And I That's love right. that. I want so people seeing my face is not important to me. I want you to know that a certain amount of boldness. Uh, transparency and quality is coming to anything that says DYS or define you or you see um, boldness mm-hmm. coach, you know, or you right. see something that you know, okay, well, we're we about to get red today. We right. about to, you know, and it's all from love. And I'm, I tell people from what mm-hmm. I know. I tell people from, from what I, I know and what I know. I don't detect any malice in your. I don't detect not one bit of malice in your speech or in your heart. And, you know, I don't know you personally, but just having this conversation with you, what I hear is passion and a desire to um, pull people. I hear, you know who I hear? I hear Harriet Tubman. You know how they say Harriet (laughs) Tubman had the gun? And she was like, look, we're going this way. (laughs) You know, lay low. Don't look back. That's what I hear in you, Harriet Tubman. So mm-hmm. I, I you know, not, we mm-hmm. her her quote, um I would have she would have freed more slaves if they knew they yes. were slaves. Yes. I would help more people <laughs> if they admit that they need help. Mhm. Mhm. We have to stop thinking we, we we're we're so perfect. We don't want anyone to see our scars or or know about our past life or know whatever. I I came mm-hmm. before I could help me. I had to break okay. me down. In that process of breaking me down, I had to be real honest with myself, which is not fun. But it's so much right. freedom no. in that. And then mm-hmm. I was able to build this thing called life because before that I was surviving. I was surviving right. and happy just being, you know, going day by day, just being being a parent, not knowing mm-hmm. that me not living life affects, that affects your, your child, your nieces, whoever, more than you know. How can I teach my son mm-hmm. how to live life and enjoy life? What would motivate him to do something in life if his mom is walking around miserable and mad at the world? Doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. Kids don't do what right. you tell them. Newsflash, right. we need to stop saying that. You gonna do what That's I right. tell you to do? No, my mama do what you show me. That's right. Amen. Amen. So, well, believe it or not, on that sis, are... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? <laughs> we are at the end of the show. I do want to open up the lines because we do have some callers listening in. Um, Yay! And uh, you are a sister and a friend to the show. I want you to come back anytime. Anything I can do to help you, support you, um, you just let me know. Um, I'm going to open awesome. up the lines right now and see okay. if anyone has any comments or questions. And I'm just going to open up all the lines for anyone who's on the line listening. Your line is open. If you have any questions or comments, you are uh, welcome to share. Somebody will say something. <laughs> it it gets quiet and um uh peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Hi. Peace. How are you doing? Hello. Um, I was trying to let someone else get get in before. Hi, this is Zakia and uh first of all I wanna say, um, oh my gosh, uh, Valencia, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, thank you. I mean, I don't even know what what to say. I'm really speechless. Um, Thank you for your gift uh, to each and every one of us. Um, You you said so much. Uh, You told my story in so many ways, and and I honor you for coming out for what you went through and to be a gift to women today and to children today and to the world today. Um, for those who have gone through and, and even an inkling of what you've gone through and can stand up and be bold enough to tell their story and to um, to want to make a difference in the world. Um, it's, it's amazing when you have, um, I didn't grow up with parents who had a drug problem, but I was a drug, I was a drug parent. <laughs> um, so, um, and today, when when I think about what my children had to go through when I was in the midst of my addiction, um, I can only give God the glory and the praise that they are as well off as they are today. And mm-hmm. so, um, 
you know, having gone through what you went through and that you are now giving back, you know, that you're writing your books, that you're telling your story, that you're helping other people. Um, it's just such a such a divine gift. And I just I just really want to say thank you. And you I love your energy, you know, I love the <laughs> You know, you 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 She's command the, the to be heard. You know, it's like you're you, the way you share. It's like you've got to listen to to this lady because she's got something to say. Wow. And then it really it really is heartwarming, heart touching. And so, I just don't want us to say and just say thank you, thank you, thank you so 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 much. Um, and Khadija, thank you so much for bringing this beautiful queen to us and to the world. Um, I would well, like to get uh, again where to reach you out on Facebook because I'd love to uh, to friend you and, and follow you and see what else you're doing. Yay! Awesome. Okay. Well, before I forget, let me tell you. Thank you so much for for everything you just said. You bless my soul, and I'm gonna tell you what I would have told my mom if she was here today. Watch me get in my moment. So if y'all hear my voice get a little ugly, that's what's going on. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I un- I understand because I yeah. learned so much about my mom after she died um, that I wish I would have known, and it made me under understand her. So don't be scared to have those those conversations with your kids, and don't think that it you know. Like I said, I was seventeen. If my mom was was here today or yesterday, last week, two, three years ago, mm-hmm. my exact words to her was, "Guess it's okay, mom. I understand because before you were a mother, you were a person right. with feelings." Right. So I just wanted to want to say that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much. You, yeah, thank you. You could. Um, you want me to say my Facebook and information right now, or? You want to see if we have another question or comment? Oh, no. Z, I, yeah, hello. <laughs> I didn't know whether Khadija was. <laughs> I didn't know whether you were talking to Khadija or me. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, maybe before you leave, if there's someone else that may want to, uh, to say something to you, but I definitely want to uh, get your information. So thank you. Yay. And God bless you so much. I'm gonna write it down. So I'm gonna I'm look look and make sure you friend me. What's your, what's your name? I'm writing it down. Okay, so I am Zakia, and I'll spell it Z A Z like zebra, A K I Y Y A H Zakia, and my last name Lana L A N A. Okay. And I am only could be just friends, so you'll, okay. You'll oh well, I will, I will find you. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> I, will I will look forward to it. <laughs> I yes, love, love, love you. Thank you so much, Queen. God bless you so much, and you continue to do the amazing, bold work that you're doing to serve uh, the world. Actually, the world. I'm saying the world. Yes. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Z. All right, we have another caller. Your line is open if you want to uh, share anything about what you've heard tonight. You have a question or a comment, your line is open. We'd love to give you the opportunity to share. All right, sometimes this happens. People are listening in and they're getting the information that they need and they're getting the healing. And especially tonight, listening to you, my dear. Oh my gosh, I got healing, and I'm the <laughs> I'm the host. But that that tells you a powerful uh, a coach you are because you just show up naturally as who you are with the best intentions, and and people feel that from you, and it's a blessing. Um, before we go, really fast, we got mm-hmm. a couple of minutes left. I want you to share with everyone how they can reach you. Um, also, go over to the Facebook page for everyone who's listening, Evolutionary Woman Radio with host Khadija Ali. And I've been sharing um, Valencia's website. She has an awesome blog post about um, what she learned from playing games. And, you know, when you start yeah. talking about double dutch and saves, and I was like, yeah, people don't. 
People don't understand. Yes. It's a purpose behind everything we do. You learn how to That's play right. dominoes and double dutch and all those things, even spades. And I could re- half the time I got to Google how to play spades because I forgot. But um, <laughs> every from from playing sorry to monopoly, there's a lesson in everything mm-hmm. you do, and we That's don't look right. at it till we're older. And I, I have a closet right. full of board games. I'm still learning. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. But, yes, share with everybody how they can reach you, where they can get the books, um, and all the, all your social media info. Awesome. Okay, I'm on all social media that I know exists at this time. <laughs> so with that being <laughs> said, you could either find me under Valencia Griffin Wallace or at Life Design Me. So like on okay. on Instagram and Twitter and I'm at Life Design Me, but Valencia Griffin Wallace, you can find me on Facebook. If you go to my website, www.lifedesignme.com, it'll have everything you need to know, how to connect with me, what's going on mm-hmm. with me at this moment, um, my blogs. You could also have access to, um, you know, where you could purchase the books, which you can get them on Amazon also. But if you want okay. a autographed, I don't want to say autographed, a signed, specialized, personalized, bold to your mailbox from me book, yes. just send me an inbox on Facebook. And we'll go from there. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Oh, wow. This has been so enlightening, and I have enjoyed you. Come back anytime. Um, We could have talked probably another whole hour. (laughs) Yes, Easily. There were so many things we didn't cover. So I want you to come back, um, you know, when your schedule opens up, and we can have you back on and talk about some some of the other things that uh, you have going on. Good luck with Define You Radio. Um, Many blessings for you. Let everybody know before we go when they can tune in to the radio show. Okay, Define You Classes in Session. I have to add that because that tagline just kind of hit it. But um, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's on uh, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, I have to remember that. And if you connect with me on Facebook or go to my Facebook or even go to Facebook and type in define you, like the letter U as in university, as in you're learning something, um, mm-hmm. if you type that in in Facebook, it'll take <laughs> you to my page. And that's every Wednesday. And I'm bringing you, if I please believe, if, I, if the person is not interesting and bring that energy and that fire and honest and transparent, they will not mm-hmm. be on there. I promise you, because I you. this is this is not about me. It's not about them. It's about people learning learning what what this journey is. That it's okay to have a little dirt under your nails, as long as you use that dirt to fertilize some soil. It's all good. That's right. So. That's right. <laughs> thank you, thank you for sharing that. And I'm definitely going to be tuning in. And I want to thank Yay. everyone, all the listeners, for. Tuning in today, listening, go over to the page. You will find all of her information on the radio page. Friend her on Facebook. She shared her information. And until next week, family, I will see you then. Peace and blessings. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.
Evolutionary Woman Radio.